Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 44, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. So welcome to day 44, everyone. Now, it was back on day 32 that we first heard about God calling Moses from the burning bush. So we've had 12 days. That's almost two and a half weeks of God's big story. Ten plagues, a whole army being destroyed in the Red Sea. But finally, finally, the Israelites have come out of Egypt. Hi, everyone. Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin, the friendly, curious cow. Hi, Marvin. So yes, yesterday we read of the Israelites crossing the Red Sea and leaving Egypt. At last, and they've seen God do some crazy awesome things, huh? Yep. Now you might think, okay, they've seen God do amazing miracles. This is great. They'll trust God for sure now. They'll follow him and everything will be fantastic. Well, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it was at the end of yesterday's reading it said they put their trust in God. Well, they did. That was when everything was going well. But things weren't always going to be so easy. So let's listen today to see how it went. Okay, great. So who's reading today? Well, today it's our friend Rona. Oh, hi, Rona. Hi, everyone. Today's reading is from Exodus chapter 16, verse 1 to 35. Manna from heaven. The whole community of Israel started out from Elam. They came to the desert of Sin. It was between Elam and Sinai. They arrived there on the fifteenth day of the second month, after they had come out of Egypt. In the desert, the whole community told Moses and Aaron they weren't happy with them. The Israelites said to them, We wish the Lord had put us to death in Egypt. There we sat around pots of meat, we ate all the food we wanted, but you have brought us out into this desert. You must want this entire community to die of hunger. Then the Lord spoke to Moses. He said, I will rain down bread from heaven for you. The people must go out each day. Have them gather enough bread for that day. Here is how I will test them. I will see if they will follow my directions. On the sixth day, they must prepare what they bring in. On that day, they must gather twice as much as on the other days. So Moses and Aaron spoke to all the people of Israel. They said, In the evening you will know that the Lord brought you out of Egypt, and in the morning you will see the glory of the Lord. He has heard you say you aren't happy with him. Who are we? Why are you telling us you aren't happy with us? Moses also said, You will know that the Lord has heard you speak against him. He will give you meat to eat in the evening. He'll give you all the bread you want in the morning. But who are we? You aren't speaking against us. You are speaking against the Lord. Then Moses told Aaron, Talk to the whole community of Israel. Say to them, Come to the Lord. He has heard you speak against him. While Aaron was talking to the whole community of Israel, they looked towards the desert. There was the glory of the Lord appearing in the cloud. The Lord said to Moses, I have heard the people of Israel talking about how unhappy they are. Tell them, When the sun goes down, you will eat meat. In the morning you will be filled with bread. Then you will know that I am the Lord your God. That evening quail came and covered the camp. In the morning the ground around the camp was covered with dew. When the dew was gone, thin flakes appeared on the desert floor. They looked like frost on the ground. 
The people of Israel saw the flakes. They asked each other, What's that? They didn't know what it was. Moses said to them, It's the bread the Lord has given you to eat. Here is what the Lord has commanded. He has said, Everyone should gather as much as they need. Take three pounds for each person who lives in your tent. The people of Israel did as they were told. Some gathered a lot, and some gathered a little. When they measured it out, the one who gathered a lot didn't have too much, and the one who gathered a little had enough. Everyone gathered only what they needed. Then Moses said to them, Don't keep any of it until morning. Some of them didn't pay any attention to Moses. They kept part of it until morning. But it was full of maggots and began to stink. So Moses became angry with them. Each morning everyone gathered as much as they needed. But by the hottest time of the day the thin flakes had melted away. On the sixth day the people gathered twice as much. It amounted to six pounds for each person. The leaders of the community came and reported that to Moses. He said to them, Here is what the Lord commanded. He said, Tomorrow will be a day of rest. It will be a holy Sabbath day. It will be set apart for the Lord. So bake what you want to bake. Boil what you want to boil. Save what is left. Keep it until morning. So they saved it until morning, just as Moses commanded. Didn't stink or get maggots in it. Eat it today, Moses said. Today is a Sabbath day to honour the Lord. You won't find any flakes on the ground today. Gather them for six days. But on their seventh day, there won't be any. It's the Sabbath day. In spite of what Moses said, some of the people went out on the seventh day to gather the flakes. But they didn't find any. Then the Lord spoke to Moses. He said, How long will all of you refuse to obey my commands and my teachings? Keep in mind that I have given you the Sabbath day. That is why on the sixth day I give you bread for two days. Everyone must stay where they are on the seventh day. No one can go out. So the people rested on the seventh day. The people of Israel called the bread manna. It was white, like coriander seeds. It tasted like wafers made with honey. Moses said, Here is what the Lord has commanded. He has said, Get three pounds of manna, keep it for all time to come. Then those who live after you will see the bread I gave you to eat in the desert. I gave it to you when I brought you out of Egypt. So Moses said to Aaron, Get a jar. Put three pounds of manna in it, then place it in front of the Lord. Keep it there for all time to come. Aaron did exactly as the Lord had commanded Moses. He put the manna with the tablets of the covenant law. He put it there so it would be kept for all time to come. The Israelites ate manna for forty years. They ate it until they came to a land where people were living. They ate it until they reached the border of Canaan. Thanks, Rena. Wow, that manna stuff just appeared on the ground. That's amazing. But gosh, those Israelites, they sure started grumbling pretty fast. My mom says I do that too. Yep, it wasn't long until they were complaining about not having bread and meat to eat. Yeah, but but then when God sent the the manna stuff and the quails, they, they kept trying to break the rules he gave them. Trying to save it for the next day when God told them not to, or, or trying to gather it on the Sabbath like he told them not to as well. What's with these guys, Dave? Well, we're going to get to see this a lot through really all the Old Testament. There were sometimes the Israelites got a bit better, but even though they were his chosen people, generally, they were not so good at following God. But Dave, how come? God had just done incredible things for them. He'd shown them all the things we've talked about, that he's sovereign, that he's holy and powerful, that he won't let them down. 
Well, Marvin, let me ask you this. Has God done incredible things for us? Oh, well, yeah. And has he shown us that he is all those things you just talked about? Well, yeah, of course. Well, then let me ask you this. Do we always do a great job of following him? Oh, well, actually, no, I guess not. That's right. In fact, you might even say we're worse than the Israelites because we know lots more things that God has done since then that they didn't. But even though we know all those things, sometimes we grumble at God. And a lot of the time we don't do what he tells us to do and we do what he tells us not to do. I hadn't thought of that. I, I, I guess I can think of lots of times I've been just like the Israelites. Yep, and I can for me too, Marvin. So when we read about the Israelites and think, those dum-dums, why don't you figure it out and trust and follow God? Well, then we need to stop for a second and ask, where and when am I being just as big a dum-dum? If I know who God is and what he has done for me, do I need to stop grumbling or complaining? Or do I need to just quit messing around and do what he's told me to do? So, boys and girls, can you think of a time when you've just done something that you knew God says you're not supposed to do? Well, take a minute to pray and say sorry. And you know, I think we all need to thank God that he's so patient, that he doesn't get fed up with all of us big dum-dums, but he still loves us, still takes care of us, still provides for us, just like he did the Israelites. His unchanging love for us is amazing when you think about how often we're just like those Israelites, how often we do exactly what he tells us not to do. Yeah, yeah, that's that grace word that we've talked about, huh, Dave? Oh, good work, Marvin. Yes, that's exactly it. God's undeserved favor. Him treating us like his favorites, even though we totally don't deserve it. Okay, well, look, that's it for today, Marvin. We'll be back tomorrow to hear a bit more about how the Israelites will get on in the desert. Okay, well, see you tomorrow, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh, and Josh.